0: And well-being leading a thriving generative and conscious workplace culture with Daryl Brown and Lena Mberku alrighty so here we are at uh, our very first uh, edition of this brand new podcast and it is going to be around the topic of well-being and well-being in the workplace in the enterprise and um, it's it's a, a topic that's Close to our hearts. Firstly, firstly though, let's introduce ourselves. My name's Daryl Brown and over here we have... Lina Mbirku. There you go. She said that so well. I had to practice a few times to say Mberku. So, uh, but there you go. Who's this for, do you, would you say, uh, Lina?
1: I believe it's uh, for organisations who want to be truly innovative and future-proof. Um I think that more and more organizations are noticing that uh, the system around them doesn't work. And uh, and even though they may not know what's next, they are aware that the old ways of doing things is obsolete and they are looking for another way of approaching business in general, but also well-being, because people are at the heart of what we do and if they are not well, then
0: Nothing actually really works. Mm. Yes, I, th- I think that is a big thing, isn't it? Like, there has been a change, I suppose it's been over the last 15 or 20 years, even as we've gradually moving out of that industrial age where, in some ways, human beings were like cogs in the machine, weren't they? And now we're getting to the place where, firstly, it doesn't give us the results that we're after, but also, we're working out that as we start to value human beings uh, as, as a really, um, a real value add to any organisation, then we've got to start looking at what makes them tick. And I think, you know, in some ways, that's a, it's, a, it's a big thing to be able to tap into how human beings actually function well and grow and are, like, productive and um, feed that into how we do business, how we, you know, set up and systematize or whatever it is that we're doing. And that's a pretty big topic in some ways.
1: It is. And there's also a particular approach to it that makes a lot of workers really cynical. If you look at uh, Karl Marx's essay on um, alienation of work, um, a lot of uh, employees feel that uh, the um, initiatives that are run by organizations are just meant to tick boxes and to uh, attract best talent, but that they don't feel that there is deep care, and therefore, if they have to approach an eap program for example they usually feel a little bit disillusioned and find the the program too bureaucratic and it doesn't really answer their needs so um so i think that it is more important than ever to find what gets people to flourish and thrive not only at work but in their life and how can they bring the best contribution to the world mm.
0: And and in some ways I imagine for a number of organisations, there's there's a place where where they may have to kind of relook or look again at why they do what they do. You know, like um, we had that old saying, which um, was that you know the, the only reason you're in business is to make a profit, kind of thing. And but that as as that as being your goal and your setup and the reason for being as an organisation they kind of, well, it doesn't really cut it anymore. I don't think it ever did, really. And, and in some ways, we kind of know that um, a business really only survives if it is actually adding value to the community. And I suppose even now, as as people want to get on board with, um, you know, like staff or potential staff might want to get on board, they'll, they'll want to come alongside as well and then, um, champion whatever value it is that the organisation is providing. Whether, what kind of mission they they're actually on to make the world a better, or or to provide value to a community. You know, so there may be a, a time where a, a, a company or an organisation has to start to to look again at how it sees itself in the world. Does that make sense?
1: It does, indeed, especially because of the presence of a lot of movements, such as conscious capitalism, that really care about making business a force of good in the world, or approaches like uh, Frédéric um reinventing organizations that see businesses as living organisms and not as machines. So, there's definitely, I think that that kind of thinking is really current and relevant, and uh, it seems that the companies that are going to survive are the ones that truly really get that.
0: Mm. And you can see why. Like uh, like I know even my buying habits have changed over recent years as mm. I've started to be more concerned about the ecological impacts on you know our world, nature and all that kind of stuff. And then also looking at, the values that a company has and whether, whether I want to be supporting that with, you know, the finances that I put towards it. And it's become a lot more of a concern probably wasn't, you know, a while back, but um, now it's okay. Well, look, if there's an alternative, if there's a, if there's an alternative way of doing this, that actually helps um, the people that work for it helps me as a customer helps Um, our community, and helps the world, I'll go that one.
1: (laughs) You're right. I think not only customers like you are becoming more aware and conscious of the impact of uh, a company on the system, but even millennials, uh, It's uh, so many studies that show that they actually really want to have meaning in their work and would only go and work for companies that are purpose driven or that have great values that feel aligned with who they are etc. so organizations that want to attract the best talent would definitely need to lift up their game and uh, become more human conscious
0: Mm. and i think there's the other aspect of that we were talking as well around conscious leadership and and those principles around conscious leadership that suggest that a lot of um business operators leaders and um will be working out of um, the old-fashioned kind of a a fear-based approach to managing and extracting uh, performance out of people. And and it's kind of also can be external um, in terms of um, the bribery that might be uh, given to, to help someone deliver, you know, help one of their staff people deliver on something or even sometimes it's about... You know, bribing potential customers, you know, <laughs> with some some other sorts of goodies on an mm-hmm. external kind of level, and that seems to be, well, certainly not as effective as. Um, and you're not getting a, uh, an involvement of a hundred percent of a person um, if they're in fear mode. Yeah, we know that that kind of limits the kind of creativity that someone might be bringing to us um, to the way that they work with or interact with others and um yeah we know that there are better ways of going about that
1: indeed and i think that in this age of uh, machine learning and ai if we really want to be making a difference as human beings we need to be the ones that innovate and connect and reflect which are things that machines cannot do and if we are unwell then we are unable to perform those things so if an organization really wants their people to bring the best they can to the work, I think that they need to treat them well and and ensure that they are offering the conditions in which people can do their best work and flourish and be happy.
0: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a big deal. And, and, and that is actually going to be, as you say, if you're going to survive in this marketplace, as if you're going to move forward, uh, especially when, the the cost of human capital is increasing. Um, then we need to we need to find a way to really. It doesn't sound great to say it, but to extract value out of people. But but in doing that, you're actually bringing the best out of people and and helping them to fulfil their potential as well, helping them feel that, um, what they're doing is meaningful and adds value. Um, so yeah, all of those things need a very sp- specific kind of environment and a very specific kind of, um, support, I suppose, um, which... Indeed.
1: and I'm um, excited about all the topics that we already, uh, looked at because, um, well-being is of course, uh, extraordinarily vast. And uh, and it's not just a matter of uh, physical wellness, but um, emotional, spiritual, uh, relational, digital, um, planet well-being. There's so, so many dimensions to well-being that um, we want to address. And, um, and I think in the current context where people will be working remotely as the new normal, all the aspects of uh, isolation and the lack of connect- connection, the, the mental health um, illnesses like depression and anxiety, etc., will uh, need to be addressed because it's yeah. going to be very prevalent in our society. And um, and I think we need to have also collective answers to to those issues.
0: Well, that's it. And I think you know, even as we look at you know, you hear sometimes these dire predictions about the planet and where we're going as a human race and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And and our work time takes up like 80% of our available time or whatever it is, you know. I don't know what that number is, but I just made that up. But mm-hmm. it takes up a huge amount of our lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, as, as human beings, then we would... And as business owners or managers, it would be great to be able to say that we're actually supporting the human race to, Mm -hmm. to do a better job at being human beings, you know? And I suppose that's what we're talking about with some of these types of topics that we'd be looking at and the kind of issues that we'll be addressing. Like the fact, you know, I I, I was reading um, recently just about the rise in depression and yep. um, and certainly anxiety. And it's really only been in the last 60 years mm. that it's actually become a thing.
1: Mm. And
0: um, it's a huge, like the numbers are, are, are stupid, like in terms of one and three or one and four or one and five even. That's that's mm. a huge proportion of the population, the working population or, or our communities that are affected by this. And our the way that we do life in business in our day-to-day life um, working for somebody else or, or whatever it is that's got to have some kind of effect on that our relationships in the workplace um, as we go about sort of trying to make meaning out of our life it's got to have a, an effect on you know our on these particular types of issues
1: absolutely and what is going to be very interesting as well is uh how are we using technology in well-being monitoring well-being for example with all the wearables and the aggregated data that we're going to have available and uh that's going to inform people of uh how our employees are faring in different organizations how much sleep are they getting or how is uh their blood pressure um but uh Yeah, I think that something that's of particular interest to me is also how are we measuring well-being? Because um, I think that um, measuring well-being in terms of sick days or uh, absenteeism um, or turnover, um, things that may have worked in the past, but I think that they're not really good indicators of how people are truly feeling and uh, whether there are as we say, flourishing or thriving. So, uh, and and also like what value does that bring to the organisation? So I think that new metrics are required and um, those are the kind of conversations that I find absolutely fascinating.
0: Yes. And and that is a big thing. Like I've always, I've been in a few organisations where things are measured and it's based, sometimes it's, you know, basic numbers um, around finances and, Bums on seats or whatever you know mm. things like that, and you're going um, sure. What, what's that cliche? The business cliche. What um, what gets uh, measured gets managed. Get
1: managed. Yeah.
0: But if you're measuring the wrong thing, you, you <laughs> it's mm. not it's not actually helping anybody. You know, it just gets frustrating.
1: Mm. It's
0: meaningless to the person that's being managed. Um, yeah, and. You know, you might end up with a bottom line figure, but it's it's very kind of a short term, um, short term kind of approach, uh, and a disconnected. As you as you were talking before about the kind of the checklist way of yes. doing business, and I think that seems to be that's that's a dying way of doing business. There is yeah. a there is a way that you know where we're talking about relational stuff, where in fact there needs to be. where where it is helpful when there's a personal investment, when it's to do with a human investment into the relationships in the workplace and uh, where people are seen and heard and where time is taken around Mm -hmm. those kind of issues. It's quite a different um, playing field to the the simplicity of um, running a factory, you know, uh, that's just got robots running around. (laughs)
1: Indeed. and we all have blind spots so i think that it's important that we bring some light to those blind spots because very often when things are reported they're reported in such a way that employees say what they think their managers want to hear and yeah. um and if we uh, don't have a culture uh, that's only of psychological safety where where people can actually <laughs> express when yep. things is actually not really working or when they are suffering uh, without having this fear of stigma, or this fear of losing their job, yep. I think that it could help us make a lot of progress.
0: Mm. Yeah. Uh, culture is such a big thing. And um, perhaps that hasn't, you know, we haven't had useful ways to be able to manage that in the past or to develop it or grow it, or it's come out of, um, specific personalities, whoever's kind of got the big um, steering wheel of the ship <laughs> and maybe that's not always well, certainly there is some leadership required there but somehow the culture has got to be perhaps bigger than bigger than one person and uh, hopefully there's a whole bunch of people down in, in, at different management levels or in different sorts of involvement who who are looking to be able to contribute something and who are allowed to contribute something to the culture of the workplace
1: mm, so that's going
0: to be excited exciting as we kind of explore some of those things
1: yeah well, I think that uh, the topic is uh, is definitely uh, a very important one for uh, these times and uh, I'm really excited to be doing this with you Daryl and uh, to uh, interview all our guests.
0: Yes, uh, there's, it's it's in, it's um surprising. I, I'm I've been surprised, and as someone who perhaps hasn't been exposed to um, the the corporate um, side of um, developing human relationships or developing this uh, well-being um, uh, approach, that. Uh, that there is a whole growing industry and a growing um, amount of expertise that can be brought in and, and you know some of it as has, has moved across from other areas of life and i suppose that might include me <laughs> moving moving into this kind of space to be able to see how we can you know again support industry support organizations and and just you know um, I think it's grow grow a, a, a better planet and'm I'm, I'm excited to be part of that 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 really um, yeah it really gets me excited so so as we interview people as we look around and, and see what other expertise and, and ideas are out there that can kind of help us move forward in this space um, yeah'm I'm, I'm looking forward to learning stuff as well and um, certainly um, sharing sharing the space with you Lena it's going to be an exciting hey. journey. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in uh, today, and uh, we look forward to having you along uh, on our journey as we travel through and and work through this whole idea of, of generating uh, an amazing workplace culture and um, bringing along the well-being of, of our staff and our constituents as we go along and look over the next few weeks we're going to be spending some time firstly on uh, lena's uh, incredible model the macro leaders way and if you look at um, macroleaders.com.au you can find out a little bit more about what's going on there um, We'll probably explore some of the stuff that i'm doing uh, and i can be found on um, upside down and that actually takes you through to a facebook group that i run and then, you know, we'll also be uh, talking with some uh, people, we've got some, got some interviews lined up, with a new uh, conference that's coming up all about workplace well-being, and uh, I'm sure you're going to enjoy that as well. So uh, as we continue to unravel these things and look what best look and find what best practices are and all of that kind of thing, and, and just bringing the, the best out of our people, then I'm sure that you're going to want to stick around and... Um, Come along on that journey with us. All
1: right, check you next time.